Hello and welcome to The Projector Playground, a space created by and for projectors in the human design system. In this podcast, we will be exploring all things related to human design through a projector lens, what it means to be a guide and energy weaver for others, and how learning, playing, and resting are our signature tickets to success. I am your host, Eliana Miranda, and I am so deeply honored to be guiding us all into the psychedelic gardens that is our projector energy field. Our aura is focused, our seeing is psychic, and our invitations are made of magic. So if you are ready to play the projector way, then join us in this episode of The Projector Playground. Projectors, welcome back. It is episode three. We are almost halfway through October. I am recording this before the upcoming eclipse this Saturday, October 14th. And it felt like this message wanted to come through with these energies. So not necessarily that you have to be listening to this by the eclipse. I won't even get it out by the eclipse, but in a way that we can receive the guidance from the energies at play so that we can work with what is opening up from the present moment, from the frequencies of these celestial curriculums that we are receiving through the consciousness waves that we are each writing. So hi, projectors, how are you? How are you all doing out there? I know that when I'm recording this, there is a lot of really big, heavy energy in the field. There's a lot that we are being asked to look at and to work through and to create space for. There's a lot of division. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of truth being purged through its revelation, through the revelations of what's been happening behind the scenes. And, you know, this week Pluto stopped its retrograding and it will begin to move out of its shadow and into 2024 where it will eventually shift back into Aquarius. So Pluto, the planet of transformation through death, moved into Aquarius back at the beginning of the year. We got kind of the first taste of that and then it went into retrograde and we've been in the retrograding as it moved back into Capricorn, revisiting old energies and we're taking what we've learned from this huge long journey through Pluto and Capricorn. Pluto and Capricorn or Pluto was in Capricorn since 2008. 2008. So we're taking everything we've learned over the past, what is it, 15 years or so, and we're allowing that to be this momentum that propels us forward into the new paradigm. We're really going to taste the energy of the age of Aquarius over these next couple years. And though it's not necessarily 
us, us in these bodies in this present moment that will experience the age of Aquarius, from what I understand, the next 20 years is really going to be a sprinkling of what's coming for humanity's future. And we're really just getting to see a close up perspective of that as Pluto moves into Aquarius next year. And then again, over the next two decades. So I invite you to think back January 2008. Where were you? Who were you? What was happening in your life? What were you being asked to build structures around? What structures were you being asked to completely transform, recreate, and recalibrate? What were your initiations? Especially kind of right at that time, right at the beginning of that shift, what was coming up for you then? What was life asking of you? And what was really death asking of you at that time? And how have you seen that transform and change and shift and guide you through these last this last decade a little longer um, and how do you see that those lessons those same lessons maybe transformed maybe they look and feel a little bit different but how did they show up for you again over these last six months or so how are you being asked to look at some aspect of your own death or the transformation and recalibration of something in your life or in your field or in your awareness and how is that asking you and propelling you forward into the next paradigm into your growth i personally had one of the most life-changing experiences happen in my world in january of 2008 um it was a very close encounter with a horrendous death and it was violent and it was young and it was evil and it was very close to my family to my friends to my community to my whole city it really activated something within our entire city to rise up from our chairs to get up out of our places of comfort to propel our own truths our own voices the things that we care about into the field so that there could be change that would be long lasting and ingrained into our systems and structures so that this type of situation would never have to happen again and i see us all here again but at a larger collective scale right we're really being shown things here that are evil and unjust and you know when you listen to this i'm i'll i'll let you when you listen to this it could be a totally different time and space but right now there's a lot of death in the news and it's really evil horrible violent death and it's not just in one community in my city with my friends it's on a worldwide scale it's something that though it's not on our land in my country connected with a lot of my people here it's very much personally connected with my roots and my lineage and really where i believe all of kind of humanity has come from there's a reason that many of us feel touched by this there's a reason that many of us are feeling activated by what we're seeing on the news and that's because we have lineage there we have bloodlines that connect us to that land to these people to this experience we're all 
close to it, even if we're not totally familiar with it. And so I feel that Pluto has really put a lot up there on the news to be like, hey, we need to look at this and we cannot move forward into the age of Aquarius unless we do something about this. It's a purging and it's a releasing. And that's what this this eclipse is this weekend is an opportunity for us to release to let go, to clear out old paradigms, old structures, old ways of doing things that are no longer serving humanity and the earth, and to really start to do things differently, to stand up for what we believe in, to start to fight for all of humanity, and to take the power away from those who are wielding it unjustly. <clears throat> So that was one of the things that I felt called to hop on here today to talk with all of you about is this act of releasing in order to receive what is coming. And I personally have been getting a lot of asks about this from my guides, a lot of requests for me to clear out my vessel and to let it be an open vessel for however long so I can be really intentional about what gets put back into my system, into my field, into this vessel of my body. And of course, this isn't a personal request because if it's coming up in my field, it's coming up in others' fields. And this emptying out, this releasing, this clearing out our bodies and our auras and our sacrals and our systems and our beliefs and our truths is so that we have a beautiful container to start to put the things back inside of us that we really truly care about that really matter to us and as projectors as non-energy types this is really important work for us to do on a regular basis right we're clearing out old paradigms we're clearing out old systems we're being conditioned so that we can learn to decondition, so we can see the pathways out, so we can do things another way. So projectors, you are being called to action right now. And this isn't fighting action. This isn't yelling action. This isn't how loud can I get with my own personal thoughts and feelings about this action. This is an action to get to know yourself to get to know your energy, to get really clear on who you are, what you stand for, and what your truth is. Because projectors are leaders for the new paradigm. You here that are listening, you are a leader for the new paradigm. My incarnation cross tells me that I am a guide for leaders. So you that felt called to the playground, you that felt called to this episode, you that's here now, you are going to be called into a leadership position. It's part of your gift. It's part of your purpose. And it's not going to look like leadership how we've always seen leadership. It's going to look like leadership in our ways. By wielding our magic. 
by activating our unique superpowers. And that's a really important distinction because I think a lot of us projectors are potentially in resistance, resistance to these roles that we are being called towards, that we are having visions of, that we know life is restructuring around us so that we can rise up into the potential of our soul blueprint and our destiny timeline. We know that it doesn't always feel good to know how much we know and know how much prophetic guidance we can offer to the field and to feel like we're going to have to do it in somebody else's way. So please, projectors, let this be your reminder. Let this be your recall. Let this be your personal renaissance to do things your way, to trust your intuition, to really believe in the authority, in your inner authority, in your own inner voice that's telling you, I know I'm meant to walk this path. I know I have this service. I know I have this gift to give to others, but I know I cannot do it in the way that others have been doing it. And I know that if I do it in that way, it will burn my energy out. It'll burn my system out and it will stifle the prophecy that we are here to serve each of us individually and as a collective. So one of the invitations here with this recalibration and this recall of our truth is to get really clear about what we need to release, what programs we need to release, what energies we need to clear out of our body, what victimhood we need to let go of and set down to be composted into the earth and recalibrated into something that is more that has more sustenance that has more resource that has more life we have to clear out these old programs we have to clear out the way that others have been guiding and leading because we can see splattered all over the news that the people in leadership right now do not have the people's best interest at heart that the people that have wielded power for thus far, for this long, have been people that are doing it for self-gain, for the destruction, for the terror, and for their own personal power. And I know I'm not here for that. I know you're not here for that. I know that we are not here for that. Because we projectors are here to be in service to the other. And I say that time and time again on this podcast because we need to be really clear about that. It is the generator's trip to look at life by looking at themselves, to see life by seeing themselves, to know themselves. That's what the generator is here for. That's why systems like astrology and personality quizzes and things like that are really kind of generator invoked because the generator is here to know themselves and the projector is here to know the other and to see ourselves through the other and to understand our interconnectedness between our individuation and the collective co-creation of this reality with the other. 
This journey is about seeing ourselves by seeing ourselves through the other. And there's no way around that. And I know if you're hearing this, like there might be some triggers that come up around that, but I also know you probably feel that on a very, very deep level. That no matter how much searching you did, no matter how much learning you did about yourself and your soul blueprint and your astrology chart and your human design and this and that, that it's never made as much sense to you as when you are offering a piece of guidance to another that lights them up and reflects back to you who you are and what your purpose is and what you're here to do. So this is really big being those that are here to be in service to the other. And I recently saw a quote from Ra Uruhu about others here to get to know themselves, to get to know their human. The projectors are here to get to know God, to get to see God, experience God, talk to God in our relationship with the beings that we are connecting with, exchanging energy with, seeing through our seership. We aren't here to know ourselves. We are here to know God through the other, through our gifts and our power and our practice and our purpose. So what's being asked to be released from your life right now, Projector? What has been organically, with or without your control, cleared out from your relationships to people, to your work, to making money, to how you post, to how you share, to your creations, to your offerings? What is clearing out for you? And being empty can feel uncomfortable let's do a practice right now and if you're driving or <clears throat> somewhere where you are not seated and just able to be fully present then just listen and come back to this later but I want you to just tune into your breath for a moment just feel yourself breathing feel your inhale and your and your exhale as natural rhythms of your body. Feel your breath moving in and out of you organically. And on your next inhale, I invite you to fill up your belly, fill up your chest, fill up your whole body with breath, and then hold your breath at the top of your inhale. Feel the presence of holding your breath. Feel what it feels like to be full of your own oxygen, your own life source. And whenever you're ready, exhale, let it go. Come back to normal breathing, just in and out. Again, tuning back into the rhythm. Feeling the rise and fall of your belly and your heart. And then next time you take a 
big inhale. I want you to take one of those really big inhales that you fill up all of your vessel, your belly, your chest, all the way down into your toes, your fingertips, fill up to the very top of your inhale, and then sip even more air in at the top. Exhale, release the breath, release all breath from your body, let it go, and then hold all the breath out of your body at the bottom of your exhale. Hold yourself empty. Feel what it feels like to be completely empty of your own life source, your breath, your oxygen. And then of course, whenever you're ready, whenever is the right time for you, you just come back again to normal breathing in and out, feeling the rhythm of your breath, feeling the rise and fall of your belly and your heart. So though both sides of that might have felt uncomfortable, right? It might have felt uncomfortable to hold all of your life source in. There's something that really triggers our bodies when we're holding all of our life source out, all the breath out, when we are emptying out. So we know that this process might not feel good. It might not feel that supportive. But what we also know is just like the breath at the end of that exhale in that emptiness, the truth of our life is that we inhale once again and fill ourselves back up. Inhaling and exhaling the rhythms of the universe. So some of the support that the guides wanted to drop in on ways that we can clear out our vessel so that we can become empty to receive is to work with the element of fire whether you like breath of fire or you like candle gazing or you like to go to a sauna and heat up your body from the inside fire is going to really help us to burn up some of these lower end energies and densities that are coming up to be purged from our systems both both personally and collectively and fire is also a great source of protection it warms our soul and it clears the pathway forward. We can also work with the energy of water. So fire and water, right? Temperance, balance. We're working with the energies of Libra. We're in Libra season. This eclipse is in Libra. So we're working to balance the fire, the water, the action, the passion, 
the Mars energy as Mars just moved into Scorpio with water that's more receptive and fluid and just allowing things to go with the flow. And we need that for our vessel, right? We need the fire to kind of heat up the cauldron and we need the water to fill and refill what lives inside of our containers, of our body, of our vessel. And within the center of the, these messages, within the center of these elements is this, again, request from the guides for projectors to get right with our truth. To know our truth, to resonate our truth, to live and be a walking embodiment of our truth. Because that's how we lead, that's how we guide, that's how we show up for the world is when we show others that there's another way, not by telling them, not by preaching to them, but by being a walking energetic frequency of the, that pathway, of that new paradigm, of that vision that you're holding in your body. Where they don't even have to ask you, they just get to feel you, they just get to sense your aura and they are activated and instigated and inspired in their soul to start to work with the fire and take action and work with the water to be a guardian and a protector of the sacred streams of consciousness. So the guides are really asking us to move through the discomfort and it's 444 on the clock because we projectors, those of you here, there's a lot of growth that's about to happen around us, of course, in the earth, but also through us, through us being ourselves and walking as ourselves in this world. And it's going to require some strengthening of our spines, some energy work on our spines. I received an energy work this week and it was all about my spine. And the week before, it was all about releasing and clearing out my vessel. So the releasing happens and then the spine strengthening comes. The golden threads of our passion and our purpose and our goals and where we're being driven towards are woven together with our medicine, our ancestralization, our lineage, our magic. They're woven together in our spines. And our spines are these channels of intelligence between heaven and earth that direct our flow in and of the world that really create our realities. So your dharma is growing, projectors. The asks of the earth are going to get louder. The requests of your guides are going to get too strong to ignore. And we're each individually going to have to decide to move out of those places of the old that might be easy and comfortable and familiar and into the new paradigm, which might be challenging and uncomfortable. And we show up to this play for a purpose. And so 
the other thing that's been coming through really strong for me and shout out to Betsy, one of the beautiful projectors that has come into this space for confirming that this is a projector thing that we're working on right now is the ability to receive. And as projectors, as our role, as the guides that we are, we really have to not just see God through the other, but recognize the gifts that God is giving us through the other. And again, with God, put any word you want here, source, spirit, your guides. But to recognize that through the other, we're being supported through our exchanges, through the people in our lives, right? Through the invitations is how we projectors get supported. And so there's a lot of us right now that are getting this call to learn the art of receiving. And in a world that's been really kind of masculine driven, of kind of forcing and pushing ourselves onto things outwards, we might have lost the more feminine ways of opening up our vessels in order to receive the gifts that God has for us. And our guides want to be really clear that we can't go any farther without our people, without the other, without the invitations, the energy and support that the other weaves into our world. And so we projectors are going to ask ourselves in this moment, how can I receive more? How can I be open to receiving more? How can I trust that the divine's plan is greater than I could ever plan for myself? And I got a question about the projector magic class and how easy was it to make if I came up against any hardships or challenges or stickiness or resistance and you know, really put it into perspective that when generators build the systems, when generators can do the marketing, when generators can create and mold the vessels, <laughs> projectors just get to pour our codes into them. It gets to be really easy for us. And that's the idea of the projector invitation and why we follow our strategy and authority because there is this semblance of ease when we allow our people to support us. And I'm not saying I did that. I had to completely close down a school on Teachable, which had a bunch of offerings that I had made over the last couple years. I had to recreate that energy into an entirely new space on an entirely new platform, learning an entirely new system before I could drop the transmission into the vessel that wanted to be a resource and a fountain of wealth for all of those who were thirsty and ready to drink from, from a spiritual source of nectar. And so I see how important it is to have the support for our guidance 
to have the people that are there for us, that open the gateways for us, that offer the energy for us, that build the paradigms for us projectors to then pour the codes into, to pour the guidance, to pour the teachings and the energy weavings into the field. So I'm learning this right alongside of you and learning to receive is a really new role that we're all stepping into. And it's important for projectors to be really clear on this energy because not only do we penetrate, not only do we focus, not only do we project out, but then we absorb, we receive, we take in information from the other. We pour the other's energy into our aura so we can calculate it, calibrate it, understand it, and offer up a piece of projector guidance that is pure psychedelic gold. And we are the only type with this aura. We are the only type that both projects out and absorbs in fire, water, masculine, feminine, active, flowing. This is our aura. These are our codes. This is our truth. We are both and. And so we learn the art of the ways that things haven't been done before. We learn the craft of the other side of the play, the other parts of the program, so that we become a channel for all of those that are going to flow down the stream after us to have their own vessels of support, their own vehicles to guide them through the waves of these collective currents that we're all riding. So projectors, do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Do what you need to do to support your energy. Rest. Lay down on the ground and rest. Do the breath work for bitterness. Do breath work at all with me, without me. Do breath work. Clear out the energy. Learn the art of the fire and the water. Learn the art of balance. Learn the art of temperance. Learn the artistry of Libra. I have so much faith in all of you. I'm so proud of all of you. And I'm so grateful for all of you that are here in this space, playing on the playgrounds, enjoying these frequencies, and leaving your offerings here too. So with that, I'm going to close this down. Thank you to all of the guides, guardians, allies, seen and unseen, human and non-human, all benevolent in nature. Thank you for being with us. Thank you to the playground for structuring around us so that we can have this beautiful conversation. Thank you, projectors. Bye for now. <laughs>